This is 1 in 44, a presentation of Anderson Center for Autism. 1 in 44 is a weekly show devoted to autism spectrum disorder. Good morning and welcome to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, Chief Development Officer at Anderson Center for Autism. And today I am speaking with two of my colleagues here at Anderson, Tracy Schober, who is our Senior Admissions Administrator, as well as Ashley Velez, who is our Treatment Coordinator here at Anderson. Um, and they both also are going to have a lot to talk about today with regards to our Echo Autism, Autism Best Practices. Um, so we're going to get into their roles there in a minute. But for now, welcome to the show, Tracy and Ashley. Thanks for being here. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. So um, so in addition to your work, uh, you know, at Anderson in the capacity of, uh, you know, senior admissions administrator and treatment coordinator, the two of you are really... Um, leading the charge, I would say, when it comes to uh, getting Anderson Center for Autism involved in the ECHO program and ECHO Autism specifically. So I would love it if um, uh, whichever one of you wants to start, uh, just pick up maybe where we where we left off on this podcast, which was an interview with Dr. Kristen Soule, not of Anderson Center for Autism, but she spoke to us about uh, the ECHO program, the genesis of ECHO, and also how um, ECHO Autism was sort of born. Uh, now Anderson is engaged and we are offering uh, best practices in autism. And so which one of you could, could kind of jump off there and tell us um, your role when it comes to that and why Anderson is getting involved? All right. Well, um, maybe I could start. We could start talking about um, how we prepared for our launch, mm -hmm. um, which then would uh, be the next step after Dr. Soul's presentation. Uh, in November 2021, several Anderson team members attended a two-day echo immersion training uh, through the Super Hub, which uh, is at the University of Missouri. And we learned how to develop the Echo Autism Project, which provided a real foundation for creating our first uh, in what we're hoping to be a series of Echo Autism Projects, which expands knowledge and supportive indivi supporting individuals across their lifespan. Part of my role as the Echo lead or lead facilitator is to oversee the project, working very closely with Ashley, who is going to be doing a lot of behind the scenes work, which we can talk about as we break down sort of our anatomy of our Echo and our first launch. Yep. Um, really, the potential future Echo Autism Project suggestions that we've received include echoes with access to experts in knowledge in transition, adult housing, mm -hmm. early childhood, behavioral supports, advocacy, mental health, and so on, all related to autism. To sustain echo autism, however, we do have to have funding. Um, so we might get into talking about that at some point <laughs> within our interview. Um, and we're really uh, looking to have that come from government or private grants or um, philanthropic arms that um, will provide us opportunities to sustain that echo. Okay. Um, Ashley, maybe she could talk about um, what goes behind the scenes uh, right. Ashley, you're the, you're the uh, in, in the echo world here, you are the echo clinic coordinator. Yeah, um, I and I know that you do quite a lot, yeah. but you are uh, a lot of your role is sort of the stuff that we don't see um, if we're registered for uh, to participate in an echo. Right. So that would be great if you gave us a little background. Yes, of course. So a lot of my role, like everyone had mentioned, it's a lot of the background scenes. 
I would schedule different meetings with the hub team. I would send out a lot of the mass emails. Um, Tracy has helped me a lot with scheduling the different notifications for when they would go out to our social media and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I take I take care of a lot of the, the different surveys that get sent out. Um, a lot of the question and answers from the hub team. I do get a lot of questions from those that are interested too through our Echo Autism email as well. So those are watched on my end as well. But we do all work together too to make sure that, you know, we get everything answered and that everything is completed by the time our launch or by the time our sessions come up. Well, thank you for doing that. I I participated in my first one uh, not that long ago and I got the survey um, and I saw the the chat going back and forth and the questions. And I just appreciate the fact that you, um, you know, I, I keep thinking of the buzzwords around Echo, um, which is all teach, all learn, right? Moving knowledge, not people. There's a whole aspect of this that's really all about about sharing knowledge um, and sort of almost an exchange of knowledge. At least that was my experience when I participated. Was that it was not it was not your typical webinar or conference presentation where you're sitting there and you're just listening the whole time. There was truly like a really engaged group of people mm-hmm. who. Um, who were listening to a, a you know, a, a presentation, a case, a didactic, I think it was, right? Um, but then there was, there were sort of questions and there was a, it seemed to me, Tracy, maybe this is for you. It seemed to me that there was a purposeful focus on not trying to get to an immediate like solution. Is that part of what you're hoping for with this best practices in autism where it, to keep, to keep people's ideas bubbling up, you don't want to just have a right answer and then move on to the next thing, right? Well, I'm not even sure that there is a right answer. Our hub team of experts really are focused on providing suggestions um, to help the case presenter or anyone who's listening who might be experiencing something similar uh, with a student in their program to um, think outside the box, to think about, you know, maybe uh, maybe they've tried A, B, and C, but Oh, X and Z, those two things, we really should be looking into that. Mm-hmm. But why, you know, uh, why might be a little bit too much of a stretch for that program, but all these suggestions and these connections that are being made throughout this Zoom echo session um, can help direct that uh, school personnel who's presenting the case to somewhere outside of that echo that echo session itself. Um, If I could focus just for a second on the goal of our specific (laughs) echo, which is to increase the capacity of school personnel in autism best practices to support autistic individuals. That diffusion of knowledge is really key when it comes to the echo autism project. What this means is that the echo session participant can use that information that they gather and share it with their colleagues, their friends and community partners. And that expands that knowledge of school personnel in autism best practices, which supports the student and most importantly, right in that student's current setting, which I think is really one of the key pieces for this Echo Autism project that Anderson has has launched. Um, If Ashley can just touch really quickly on our three main outcomes of the project, it'll help tie that all together. The three outcomes we have are to increase the school personnel knowledge about autism spectrum disorder, to increase the school personnel knowledge of strategies to to support the autistic individuals, and then to increase the school personnel knowledge, access to professionals with expertise in autism best practices and evidence-based practices. And then I think that 
these goals and outcomes really connect to Anderson Center for Autism's core philosophy and mission that all people deserve to live a life of quality. And Anderson really does have the expertise, the resources, and the technology that helps Anderson to optimize the quality of life for all people with autism around the globe. Something super exciting that happened at this Echo launch was that we not only had people that were from New York State, but we had people from other parts of the United States and from other countries. Mm. So we were, that was not something we were expecting for our first launch. So that was very, very exciting. That's awesome. And that, I mean, it's aptly named, right? Echo brings to mind, uh, again, different than, different than even the, what's become sort of the the norm now through the pandemic, which is so much happening virtually and online and Mm. uh, through Zoom and Teams and all sorts of things, which definitely makes things and information more accessible. But there's something very specific about the word echo, uh, at least for me, what it comes to mind, because it it, it builds. It's not just sort of access. It's it's the uh, it, it almost reminds me of a snowball or a snowman where you're you're constantly adding to the core knowledge that you might start with by nature of um, of the hub team and some of these catchphrases that you're you're, you're utilizing, um, which people will become more familiar with if, as they join and participate and engage with our Echo Autism um, projects because you will see exactly how it works. Um, And and as it builds, then every time the knowledge gets moved, so to speak, it's got a little something new because there's somebody else's perspective being added to it, which I thought was just really, really uh, cool. Um, And Tracy, I appreciate you bringing up the connection to ACA's mission. I think for anybody listening to this podcast who knows a lot about Anderson Center for Autism, or maybe even has a loved one being served at Anderson, they may wonder a little bit more about that. Um, So I wonder if you could talk even a little bit for a couple more minutes, just about you've been here for a long time. How many years have you been in Anderson? Tracy? Um, I'm going on 12. Okay. So 12 years, you've seen a lot. You've been at the forefront of admissions and working with families and your colleagues in, in program, um, as well as really all the other departments here at Anderson for so long. Um, I think you have a solid sense of why uh, Anderson is an attractive place for families to have a loved one come to if they need the services we provide. Why do you feel so strongly that Echo was a place that Anderson just fits in addition to the sort of core work of what we do here? Well, I I can actually tie to our September launch um, a piece of that. So as a parent myself of an adult child with autism, one of the people who had signed on to be a uh, participant in our launch echo was from the Autism Society of the Greater Hudson Region. Mm -hmm. And as we're talking throughout this, the case presentation, asking questions, you know, one of the pieces that we weren't touching on was what about the family? And so this, this participant specifically asked how the parent was doing. And so uh, as a parent myself, I'm very focused and our team, I believe, is very focused on providing a great experience for families and making those family connections. And for this participant to ask that question that really hit home for me and also how that ties to our mission at Anderson and I think it's important, and I hope that anyone who joins a future session or listens to this interview remembers to take a moment and ask that same question. What about 
the parent? How is the family? How's the parent doing? Um, Because that shows how we aim to support the student in their program by also supporting the parent. I love that. That's a great place to take a quick break. That's really beautifully said, Tracy. And I think it's, uh, I was there for that moment. I remember that question coming up and I, my recollection is that it really did sort of subtly, but really impactfully shift the whole rest of the conversation because everyone started to really pull that family, that parent experience into what they were thinking about. So I'm so glad you brought that up. Um, we're going to take a quick break. This is one in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski. We'll be right back. This is the story of a very special woman. In a matter of seconds, she turned herself into a great mathematician or an entrepreneur. Her knowledge was limitless and still is. She could also make monsters disappear, especially those that lurked in the shadows under the bed. Once, this woman put back together a teenage girl's broken heart, which had been shattered in a thousand pieces just by giving her a bear hug. She masqueraded as a regular person at work but as a superhero at home. Everyone knows her as Gabriella. I still call her mom. Your hero needs you now, and AARP is here to help. Find the care guides you need to help, complete with tips and resources at aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. And now, 1 in 44 continues on 100.7 WHUD. This is a weekly community affairs program presented by the Anderson Center for Autism. Welcome back to 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski, and I'm talking today with two of my colleagues, uh, both of whom are at Anderson Center for Autism, Tracy Schober and Ashley Velez. uh, And... Both of them are quite busy doing a lot of things at Anderson. Uh, A lot of what Tracy does is on the road and and, uh, must be nice getting back out there. It's very interesting. (laughs) Yeah, right. It's a whole new world we're reintegrating with. Um, But in addition to to, uh, all of the other work that they do, they're here today talking to us about ECHO and ECHO Autism and and Anderson Center for Autism's launch into ECHO Autism. It's a lot of words, um, even for me. So, uh, Ashley, I want to go back to you for a minute, um, because one of the things that you said is part of your role as uh, uh, ECHO Clinic Coordinator is preparing and sending out surveys. Um, now, I looked at those surveys because I, as, a, as a participant, I received it. Um, they are in depth. You are looking to collect some um, some really solid information, and I wonder if you could just talk a little bit about um, whether that's something that's part of sort of the echo model or if it was something that Anderson did specifically sort of uniquely to this. And what is the goal here? Are you, are you looking to see, you know, what type of impact are you hoping to see or looking, looking for in that data that you're collecting? So with all of the surveys and all the forms that were created, this is part of the ECHO model. Mm-hmm. Another one of the catchphrases that I don't think was brought up yet was not was um, kind of reinventing the wheel. So a lot of the a lot of the surveys and the forms that we have had, um, they were existing within the within the platform that from the University of Missouri, mm-hmm. but we had kind of kind of fixed it to 
you know, go along of Anderson's kind of just revised it in a way. And mm-hmm. um, we were using Microsoft Forms, but now we do have RedCap. This is another platform that Echo, the, the University of Missouri uses. So we haven't had a chance to play around in it yet, but in the future, that's where all of our surveys would come out from. But ultimately, um, the pre and post surveys, um, we do have specific questions about knowledge. Mm-hmm. We do want to measure what all participants, you know, are aware of about autism beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then we send it out after with the post survey to see, you know, how much they learned and, you know, different topics that they would want to learn in the future as well. Well, I would think that that's really important, especially, I mean, all three of your outcomes that you mentioned before um, start with the word increase. So you're looking to see <clears throat> that this is actually helping people to increase their knowledge, their access to strategies and access to professionals in the field, right? So that makes sense to me. I just figured we would cover that because the other thing we want to do today is we want to really strongly encourage anybody listening to um, to sign up, to participate in an ECHO um, that Anderson is hosting. Um, Tracy, you said before that right now the focus is on autism best practices, but that in the future, there may be ones coming down the pike uh, that touch on topics that Anderson is also very familiar with and has developed quite a lot of expertise in terms of transition uh, issues, transitioning into adulthood, um, the impact of mental health issues related to also uh, individuals on the autism spectrum. So these are topics that, you know, there's probably quite a, a, a good amount of knowledge out there and information, but it's I don't I don't get the impression that it's the these are the topics that are being discussed at high levels a lot, um, at least and also accessible to the public. So on that note, since this is uh, this is an opportunity for people to gain knowledge and to share and further it along, which one of you please let us know how we can find out more information about our echoes and where people should go to sign up and get involved. So in order for participants to sign up, they can go straight through our Anderson Center for Autism website. On there, we have our ECHO webpage. There's a calendar event page letting you know when and every month, every third Thursday is when our sessions occur. Um, The past attendees that were in our first session, they have a, a direct link that was sent to their email so they can register right away. And literally all you need is a phone all you need is a laptop or a computer and then the link and you're able to sign on. Right. And it's through Eventbrite. Is that right? It is right now. I like that. It was very easy. I'm sure if you have to change it, it'll be just as easy. But um, so for those who don't know, not that any people would uh, not know by now, but um, make sure that you're aware of our website, which is andersoncenterforautism.org. And you'll find the Echo uh, webpage and calendar. You said it's every third Thursday. Is there a certain time, Eastern Standard Time, that you are always presenting? It, it starts at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time until 1.30. Okay, great, great. So grab a lunch, grab a, you know, glass of cold water and, and uh, sign on to our ECHO projects every third Thursday. Um, and again, andersoncenterforautism.org. Find the ECHO calendar of events and you'll see what's coming up. So you, uh, you, you mentioned something that you know I do uh, a lot of my time at Anderson, which is... Uh, seeking funds to support initiatives and programs that are important uh, to Anderson's mission, to the work that we do, but also uh, very important in the uh, in the field and to the community. So let's talk about that a little bit um, as we come into our last few minutes of the interview. You said that uh, generally uh, funding is, is, is going to be sought from, I think, government entities. 
counties. Is that true? Um, I think it can be sought from um, not other nonprofits like Autism Speaks or Autism Society type of entities, um, government. Um, there could be legislative grants that we could look into, as well as just philanthropic arms um, from community stakeholders. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I think will be enticing to uh, these potential funders is that to my knowledge, we're the only program like ours that has launched an ECHO. Um, Typically, ECHO autism projects are launched by a hospital or university, those type of entities. So I think our launch is unique and will create really a new community of practice that includes programs like Anderson as well. That's just fantastic. And and the other thing that I think is great about this model is how collaborative it is. Um, you know, when I was on the the one the launch the other day, you know, you've got people who are representative of the university community. You've got people who are representative of the of the um the hospital community. Um, you've got people who are who are participating from the point of view of the school districts, exactly the audience you're looking for, right? In terms of increasing that. That, uh, that knowledge and that access to best practices, um, which is directly tied again to Anderson's mission, which is to, uh, to optimize the quality of life for individuals with autism. Many individuals with autism are spending, I don't know, what, 70% of their daytime hours in a school setting um, because they're not uh, in, in their homeschool districts and you want their districts to be able to um, have access to the kinds of best practices that they need to uh, to keep them at home and in a least restrictive environment. It's it's it all really to me it all comes together really beautifully. Um, but I wanted to just give you a second to to talk about that because there is cost associated with with running an Echo, um, and uh, there are a lot of people who uh, are providing time and expertise to uh, being presenters and hub team members, and um, and then there's all sorts of. Uh, costs associated with getting the word out there. Um, can't just do it by way of the podcast, although we hope it helps, but we want to make sure that uh, people uh, really around the world, like you said, Tracy, um, are, are understanding that we are here and we are providing this and, and we want people to get involved. So um, if there is anybody listening who's interested in getting more information from that perspective um, about how they can support the uh, Anderson Center Echo Autism Project. Um, You can certainly get in touch with us via the website and we will put you in touch with the right people. Um, We have just about three minutes and I always like to give uh, each guest an opportunity to just, is there, you know, something you'd like to share about your plans and or hopes uh, for the future? Echo Autism is new for Anderson. So uh, you guys are really the pioneers. So what do you want to see happen as we move forward? So right now, one of our focuses is on recruiting participants to come and experience the Echo sessions, but also recruiting case present presentations. And so, you know, reaching out to some of our sister agencies, our school districts throughout our our capital region areas are really our main first focus in Hudson Valley area. And so um, getting those case presenters to come on and understand that this is really a free platform. It's you're accessing those experts um, to potentially help a student that could be in need or crisis within your school setting. Um, So that's really one of our focuses right now as we continue to move forward with the ECHO is recruiting those case presenters. We have an excellent team um, that's our hub team and an excellent team here at Anderson that are helping move this forward. Um, But getting the word out to the community and building that community um, is really what we're focusing on right now. 
Awesome. Great. So you heard it there. So get in touch with us and uh, and get involved. Ashley, what about you? For those looking to participate in our next session, which is this month on Thursday, October 20th, um, our didactic will be led by two of our hub team members, Andrew and Lauren. They will be discussing neurodiversity and universal supports. So come check us all out. That is awesome. So that's October 20th uh, at from 12 to 1.30. You can get details and register on our website, andersoncenterforautism.org. I just want to give a shout out to Andrew. Um, Andrew is a former guest on this podcast, actually. And um, I think I've been on his podcast. So we have uh, we go back a ways. And Andrew, um, I, I was just thrilled to see the um, the really varied and uh, really multidisciplinary and multi-talented um, people on your hub team. I think that I know because I work with you that there was a tremendous amount of thought and effort put forth, um, particularly in the realm of recruiting people for the hub team. And so um, it was just great to see and great that everybody had something really um, relevant and helpful and uh, and positive to share. So I'm excited for you. I'm excited for Anderson to keep going with Echo Autism. And uh, thank you for coming on the show today to talk about it. Ashley Velez and Tracy Schober. Thank you so thank much you for having us. Thank you. This is 1 in 44, the weekly talk show on topics related to autism spectrum disorder. I'm your host, Eliza Bozenski. And remember, Anderson cares. You've been listening to 1 in 44, a weekly presentation of the Anderson Center for Autism. Join us for another edition of the show at this time next weekend.